What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Winning the World podcast. It's John and Hazel. Hi. And it's been a while, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. It's been a, it's been a long time, honestly. And uh, hopefully, while we're recording this, we're hoping to have video too. So I'm At just least saying a that little now. bit. Yeah. So you'll be able to see us and everything. We kind of had a little setup going on, um, but we'll see what happens with that. But hopefully, it goes through. I mean, I'm hoping so. But this podcast, I'm excited for one because I'm finally back. It's been almost like a month, almost a month and a half since I've been on the podcast and uh, actually Has it really talk. been that long? It's been a while because Lulu's and uh, Sunshine's oh, yeah. were recorded like almost yeah, three yeah, weeks yeah. ago. And wow, then, yeah, it was, a wh- <laughs> it was a while ago. It was. Um, but hopefully, you know, hopefully things turn out for the better. We're still trying to find our flow too, I feel like, just between me and you. And um, during this season, I'm kind of hoping that, you know, me and you will be able to find that, especially because we're moving out too to Reno, Nevada in like yep. literally a week. So when we post this, which will probably be on a Saturday for you guys on the 19th, it'll be almost eight days or nine days before we head out to Reno, which will be pretty crazy. and It'll be really cool, too. Um, but um, another reason why I'm excited for this podcast is because it actually is inspired by a message that was spoken on a Sunday just last week by our um, lead pastor. Um, pastor Carl, our senior pastor, Pastor Carl Friedrich, at Elevate Ministries. But um, well, what's been going on with us lately? Just getting ready for this move, this next chapter, the next season of our lives. We're going to Atlanta Church out in Reno, Nevada. Um, I'm, we're gonna be closer to my grandparents and my mom's family, which is really cool. Um. But yeah, so we've just been preparing to move, finalizing all the stuff. We're looking at like apartments right now. It's just tr- we're trying to figure out life. <laughs> um, yeah. Especially as a married couple, I feel like it's a lot harder too to be able to to kind of do what we're doing and then also do this and do other stuff out there too. But yeah, all in God's plan. Honestly, I'm I'm excited for it. Um, I'm a little scared too. I'm not gonna lie. Like not in a bad way, scared, but more like nervous, nervous, anxious. Um, anxious yeah, because um, personally for me, I've been feeling kind of like because we're moving. There's a lot of things I had to step down in in our, in our church currently, and because of that, I've been almost like, man, like I'm ready to go. I want to go do more things. I want to do all these all these things I have that's in my mind out there, and it's just a it's a time of patience really for me because I'm just like. Gonna wait. One thing about wait. John is that when he sets his mind on something or like when he really wants to do something, he wants to do it like in that very next moment. Like after he has the thought of doing it, he's like, okay, I gotta go do this stuff. I gotta get this stuff. And I gotta do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> so having to wait to go out and do it because we've we've known about uh, starting this church uh, for a, f- a few months now, like a long time. Yeah, almost. I mean. <laughs> Your mom always like, you know what, John? It's like not your fault. She's like, like, this is your fault. fault. Yeah. <laughs> and lately, I've been, I've been, like I said, anxious, but also more, more lenient on. You know what? Let's just stay here. 
because I think it's, everything's coming to me like, oh, I have to leave my brother, my mom, my friends and stuff like that. And everything I had is out here, you know, but I think it kind of goes back to, you know, what the Bible talks about, you know, like there's things you're going to have to sacrifice in order to, to further out the kingdom of God. You can't just stay in some place. And I'm not saying that's for everybody either. Like you don't have to move a whole state. You don't have to move <laughs> anywhere. Honestly, it can be outreaching on the streets or, you know, going to places you never thought you would go to like a mission ship or, or something like that. Um, for us, it's a little bit more extreme, maybe not as extreme as going to a third world country for like years, but <laughs> to an extent, leaving everything, it's, it's pretty extreme. Like we have to figure out our lives out there. We have well, to yeah. find jobs. We, grew, we have to, both of us grew up out here in Southern yeah, California. Cali life. <laughs> so like all around Orange County, basically our whole lives. And so to go like, basically uproot ourselves and go to a different place completely like it's like starting a new life like he said the other day he was like we're basically restarting at life right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is kind of scary but also really exciting because we're taking this leap of faith for god because you know we believe that he's called us to to do this so we know that you know he's going to open up every opportunity um just to have some stability out there and to give us peace of mind. Yeah, I think, you know, um, actually, before we kind of continue on, this podcast is going to be more of a conversation between me and her and with you guys. You guys are going to be listening really what it is. And the reason why we kind of have it set like this for this episode is because, like I mentioned, there's a flow we're trying to figure out because it's not all just like, oh, like, we have to do this every day. Like, this is, like, a grind we have to do. Honestly, we do this because it's fun. Like, this is something we, we have fun doing. And we truthfully don't want to stress ourselves out trying to fabricate something that's not real, yeah. truthfully. So if you're like, oh, they're having a lot of conversation about, like, just random things, that that's the reason why. It's, <laughs> it's supposed to be a fun episode, really what it is. Um, I wish I would have had a game set, but I'm, I'm going to figure that out one day to a put game? games on here. Yeah, because <laughs> I've, I've seen other podcasts where they um, – where the couple, it's usually couple podcasts where they uh, have a, they have like these games that they play and they like write down certain things for people who are listening. They're able to be like, oh, like, okay, I understand what's going on. And then um, they have like visual ones too where you have to go on YouTube and watch yeah. what they're doing. And they're like, they're not live, but there's questions that were asked in a previous episode Yeah. that they base it on here. And they'll like bring in like the, the guests' questions or like the, the items that they like sent into them. It's really cool. I'm hoping someday we get to that point where we're able to do fun stuff. But for now, yeah, it's just going to be a conversation. <laughs> um, it's going to be cool though. I, I think I'm excited for it. We're going to, like I said, we have video. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have video. Hopefully we'll have some video. I don't yeah. know about this camera. Yeah. We'll see what happens with it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, Reno's exciting. Uh, there's a few, um, there's a few things we're trying to, we're going to figure out out there, like on the, the bigger scale of things like a church and like a like a place to live for just us two because you know we're gonna we're gonna move out of um her parents house at some point out there but not only that there's like these little things that we want to be able to have too and what i mean is like that is a uh, sushi places oh, and, a, yeah. and a curry place because we like like this we there's love a place sushi out here and curry so these specific places out here in orange county specifically in orange the city of orange um and Anaheim but Himo Sushi all of our friends know Himo that place is the best place to get sushi and orange curry it's like it's it's Indian food but man that place is so good yeah 
that's probably the first place I ever had, like, Indian food. Mm. Because, remember the one, we, we yeah. went, and I was like, dude, I've never. Yeah, because I had had it before. From this yeah. place at the mall. <laughs> at the main place mall. They had, like, a little, like, those food thingies. And one of them, the one, like, right next to the bathroom was an Indian place. And my mom's like, let's try it. And I was like, I, I'm down. I've been wanting to try Indian food. So we tried it, and I was like, this is amazing. And then um, somebody else told me about Orange Curry. I don't remember who. I think my dad. My dad. My dad's a picky eater, but he knows about all these food places because his boss is a big foodie. So, yeah. Yeah, your dad does talk about that a lot. <laughs> yeah. But that's what's, that's what's been going on for the most part. Um, we're sad to leave the youth at our Very church sad. right now. We're sad to leave our church, but we're not, we're like. We're not leaving the church. We're just, we're, yeah. it's like going to be a branch of this church is really what it is. Yeah. It's just that. We're being planted from our, our, the main church to start a new church over there. Which is cool because I think we're going to be the first church in the state that's planted outside for the most part. Yeah, Besides we'll be the, the first Elevate Nevada in all of Nevada. Well, we'll be the first church planted from the current name of Elevate, too. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what's been going on. So, it's pretty great. It's pretty cool. Okay, let's go see how it looks right now. You stopped this time. Oh, yeah. Look at that. So, another thing that's going on is your dad. Yeah. That's a that's a whole thing. Um, If you don't know, if you do know, we had um her dad come on the podcast about three months ago. I want to say three months ago. I don't. I don't know if it's three months, but it might be three months. And um, if you don't know, he had a really touching um testimony on there, and he was like one of our first interviews. I yeah. Think, besides mm-hmm. Joel, maybe. Yes. But um, when it comes to like really old adults, no offense, Danny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I mean, maybe you should take the lead on that one. Okay. So those of you who don't know um what's been going on the last few weeks, my dad had a mild heart attack. And it kind of, like, shook us all up a little bit. Um, there's a lot to this story. Do you want me to say the whole story or just, like, eh? I think I think we have the, like, more in-depth behind-the-scenes type of things from what people know. But, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. The whole thing? Uh, for the most part. Summarize <laughs> <it>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my dad went to the gym one morning, and he pushed a little bit harder than usual. And he said that, you know, he felt a little weird. And he's felt weird before, some like bef- other times, but it goes away like throughout the day. So he was working, whatever, throughout the day. And he it just wasn't going away, the weird feeling. So he's like, I'm going to the urgent care. I don't feel right. I can't really breathe. And so he went and they're like, you got to go to the hospital because your heart looks like it's enlarged. And he was like, what? And my mom told me. My mom was crying. We, were, I was crying because it <laughs> brought back memories of Otis. Oh, that's another thing that happened. Yeah. Our, Our so dog. if you don't know Otis, the one who would bark in the background of some episode, <laughs> he did pass away recently with yeah. also an enlarged heart. He did have an enlarged heart. Yeah. So with the thought of that, that kind of scared everyone. We're like, oh, snap. Like, is it the same exact thing? Because for dogs, it's a... It's a more serious, like, procedure that has yeah. to happen, and it, it's very expensive, and most people just let their dogs pass away, or mm-hmm. they 
put them down. It's too much money to keep yeah. up with. So that was in the back of our heads, but go ahead. That had literally happened like two weeks, three weeks before. Yeah. 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 It was back so, to back with us. Um, so yeah, I was like, what the heck is going on? And uh, my mom was just going with my dad. She went to, with him to the hospital. And then, yeah, they told him that he had a mild heart. He was having a mild heart attack. And then they ran a bunch of tests, like, put him through a bunch of scanner thingies. And, like, it was, like, a whole thing. And they're like, yeah, so uh, you have diabetes and you're having a heart attack. And you're going to have to have open heart surgery because your arteries are blocked. And so it was just, like, one thing after another. Like, it was, it seemed like it was no good news. And, um, but the weird thing is that, like, everything was normal for him. <laughs> like, his body was, like, he didn't have any symptoms of a heart attack, which is rare. So, there- This is the crazy part for me. I'm going to interrupt right here because <laughs> I feel like from a gym stance, this is the most <laughs> insane thing ever. So, from what I know and what we were told and what Danny told, too, which is probably more exaggerated, but probably not. We'll see. <laughs> Um, he was, I guess they told him, like, hey, like, you know, your heart's not good at first. And this is, like, a really bad thing for us to hear. We're like, oh, no, what's the what's the next step? Uh, I think a day goes by, and I think that's when you're, we were going to Wednesday service, and uh, your mom was like, I can't go. Like, I can't do this. Yeah, because they, they had just, she. Had just got the news, like, right before yeah, she, like, pulled up to the church. That he was going to get open heart surgery. Yeah, and so then she, she was just like, I'm, I, I'm not gonna be able to handle telling everybody yeah. and all this stuff. So, yeah, we got the kids. Yeah, she had the kids with her, so and she was like, you know what, I'm not doing that. And so she, we picked the kids. We went to church, and we were kind of the informants of what was going on because, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, which is you know, which is fine, obviously, like we don't care, but, um, yeah, it was it was very crazy. I, Hazel, I know you were. She was. She was very beating up about it because she was like, what do we do? And for us, we were like, let's go be that, like, almost that bridge in some case of, like, let's go pray and, like, intercede yeah. for your dad and for your mom while they're going through this and trying mm-hmm. to figure it out. Which was crazy because the church, they um, they came, we came together, truthfully, and we started praying for Danny, which was, honestly, I believe brought so much healing. But because um, the next day, I believe I'm. I, f- I believe I'm following this correctly. The next day, they told him like, you know what? What's interesting is your heart's fine. Yeah, they told him that his heart, the blood flow like of his heart and his heart beat and everything was like perfectly fine. This is the crazy part. This is where the whole gym thing comes <laughs> into play. They were they told him from what he told me and what your mom told us was that because he was going to the gym because he was pumping out all this weight he was basically a beast danny lifts like 405 no cap and like all this crazy weight he's a beast in the gym (laughs) he's what i'm trying to be right now (laughs) they were like it seems like your muscles like were pumping blood for your heart Mm -hmm. if is that right is that that's how they told us that's how they told us so i was like no freaking way (laughs) this man was going to the gym with a i mean for what we know a possibly a bad heart an enlarged heart (laughs) And he was normal because he was pumping out all this freaking weight like a monster. <laughs> and Danny doesn't just, like, lift heavy. He lifts consistent. Like, he has endurance, and he has, like, the agility to do it all. It's it's crazy. It's crazy what you can see him do. He can do pull-ups, man. He's, like, a he's a heftier guy. <laughs> no disrespect. He's, he's a big guy. He has, like, a back that looks like a mountain. It's insane. <laughs> and uh, 
what's cool is that he can he can do pull-ups and all this stuff so it just goes to show go to the gym you might save yourself from a heart attack someday honestly yeah for real that was that was crazy when he was like yeah so they told me that my the rest of my body was pumping the blood from my heart <laughs> that's so crazy i'm honestly <laughs> in the worst i feel like this isn't gonna be so bad to say but i'm honestly jealous because of that imagine having a, a mild heart attack and they're like yeah <laughs> you saved yourself buddy oh snap i went down <laughs> you saved yourself buddy uh because you're pumping out all this weight i think that's crazy but yeah so yeah i mean every single day they were giving us new news they were like oh well, actually his body's fine but uh we don't know what's going on and then it was just like one thing after another man it was so, so the stuff was so random none of it made sense and yeah it was hard for for my mom and i and and the kids because uh the kids couldn't see my dad which sucked because oh, that was lame me and I him that was so lame yeah so me and john had to watch the kids while my mom would go to the hospital like all day long and um yeah, I I had to like try to console the kids because they're like I just want to I just want to be with dad. I just want to see dad. They couldn't they couldn't go into the hospital, his hospital room because of the floor that he was on. It was for all like the pulmonary and stuff, so like the heart and the lung issues. Um and it it's too dangerous for all the other patients who were there. So, you know, my dad tried when we were there. Yeah. <laughs> my dad tried. He was like yeah, you know, it's hard for my kids. Like, they want to see me. And the nurse was like, I'm sorry, it's just too dangerous. The nurse was probably like, uh, <laughs> do yeah. you know what floor you're on, buddy? I think everybody. Yeah. yeah, Juby and Jeremiah took it pretty hard from what I saw. Um, yeah. What's interesting is being part of a family, like being on the uh, the in-law side for me, you know, like it, it's interesting seeing, you know, like my father-in-law like get sick, seeing like my wife had to go through it and she tried to stay strong for the kids because the kids were just breaking down every a day wreck. and uh when it came to like behind closed doors she would break down with me and i was just like man like you know what do i do like in this in this moment and uh it really came to a lot of prayer which was pretty crazy because mm -hmm. people always talk about you know when you're going through something you always go to god for everything like which is which you should be but it's usually like right before that I wasn't going to God for much at all, which I think was the reason why we had such a long pause on this podcast as well. Mm -hmm. um, because it seemed like I, um, because this whole move, like I was like, I stopped like seeking God to the extent I did because I felt like I was leaving. And when Danny got sick, it was kind of like a wake up call for me and for Hazel and for the kids too, because even they started praying with us and Zio started praying and, I'm not saying they're lacking in prayer, but <laughs> on my end, I was. And until it happened, I was, like, praying every day, every night, praying for Hazel. And we were praying together, which is something we were lacking in, too. It was a lot of things. Like, it was just a wake-up call. <laughs> it was crazy. What God can do with, like, terminal or, like, very, like, heartbreaking events is insane. Literally. But it was crazy being on the other side, having to watch it all go down. I'm just mm -hmm. like, whoa. Like, Danny was a... He's been a father figure for me for years and years. Yeah. So seeing him go through that, I'm just like, dude, what do I do? I can't <laughs> do nothing. 
So we we helped the kids a lot. We watched we watched them. Uh, I sacrificed a lot of gym time, which I'm willing to do. <laughs> yeah, that again. whole week, that whole week, week. I got fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dane well. is getting skinny. I'm getting fat. That's the truth. <laughs> I'm, I'm eating for You're two. <laughs> 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 I'm definitely eating for two right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, by no means did we like not have faith that this was gonna end in healing. Yeah. Um, like the whole time since we found the news, I mean, it was like hard to like, hear. Uh, like a punch to the stomach when we first got the news, but we prayed. First thing we did was pray, and we continued to do that every night. And then um, we just believed that this was an attack from the enemy because it was literally, like, it's been, like, what, like a w- two weeks? Three About weeks? two weeks now, yeah. Before we leave. <laughs> yeah, that's the crazy part. This happened beginning of August. No, a few days into August, I think it happened. And the whole church was like, yep, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. It's an attack on the enemy. And obviously, we knew it for what it was. Yeah, We're leaving on the 28th So that's August. literally And literally, if you, like the first day, I think it was the first day of August. First day of August? You know, we'll, we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> There's oh, going to yeah. be a moment where we pause this, and we're going to go ask Danny, and we're going to come back. But um, No, because he didn't go for Jeremiah's birthday. That was another hard thing. That he had to miss my little brother's birthday. Oh, it was two days before his birthday. Yeah. So on the first, so yeah, that's crazy. So it was the first crazy. day of August. Literally, it's the first day of August. And he ends up in the hospital. He can't do anything. He can't lift anything anymore. He has to, like, change his entire diet. And Poor guy, because he likes to bake, too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, like, everything seemed like it was trying to crumble in front of us. But we just had so much faith. Like, yeah. Honestly, when they talk about a church rallying behind you, like, there's power. There is so much power. Yeah. And um, honestly, thank you to everyone who helped out with the food, too, by the way. Yes. That was that was a big help. That, that was really a was a big help. help. Um, <laughs> yeah, Danny couldn't eat a lot of it. <laughs> he could but eat. it actually gave – I don't think he could eat any of it. <laughs> But it was a big help to Zio because that yeah. gave Zio time to actually cook for Danny, you know, instead of cooking for the whole family. Yeah. So that helped. That helped Juby and um, Jeremiah out, me and you more. Mm-hmm. And it was it was crazy. I had to miss a lot of work too, which was like difficult having to watch the kids and stuff. Um, but thank you. Honestly, it probably seems small to you guys, but it was such a big help in so many different ways. And seeing you guys yeah. like every day, like dropping off the food, it, it meant a lot too. So yeah. thank you to every single one. Very much appreciated from Very much appreciated. my family, our family. Yeah, we speak on behalf. Yeah. <laughs> While Danny's sick, we speak on behalf. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what's been going on with Danny. Yeah, um, that's, that's been, been life so far. It's been life for the last <laughs> two months. It's been back-to-back things. Yeah. From Odie, stinking mutt. <laughs> I had to go and die on us, stinking noob. <laughs> um, to her dad getting an issue with his heart. Yeah. Um, to many little things in between. But God's good. Mm-hmm. We're better. We're stronger. Truthfully, we're stronger. Mm-hmm. Especially especially me. I'm stronger than you. I'm, st- <laughs> okay. I'm at the gym. I'm at the gym. <laughs> yeah. Spiritually, we're like, we're growing together, trying to be stronger, which is obviously what we should be doing as a married couple. Duh. Yeah. Well, okay. But we're it's like cool. five months in. We're five months in, but. And we're know. learning still. Yeah. How to do stuff together and not separately. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to Dave's class also. Dave Arbalo. Yeah. Um, I'm probably not watching this, but <laughs> we appreciate the counseling. For, like, 
how to deal with marriage. Yeah. Especially the conversation we had the last Sunday where you were like, uh, our clash should make you not want to get married. <laughs> and <laughs> honestly, said, my goal did. is to make you not get yeah. married. <laughs> Which is funny because it's a marriage class. They call it the married, uh, marriage, marriage 100. 100. Keep it 100. Dope slogan. Dope. Um, so thank you. We appreciate it. We're learning a lot more now into this more rocky season of life. But <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what's been going on with life. Us. Well, I want to say, my dad did not end up needing open heart surgery. Yeah, he so had stints. That was that was a miracle blessing Stunts. right there. That was stents. Stints. Stents. Stents. So they just opened up three of his arteries, um, through his arm, and yeah. <laughs> a little connector thing. Some guy at my work was trying to tell me, and like, he was trying to mansplain it to me, <laughs> like I didn't know what it was. But the way he did it was funny. He's like, it's like a bridge, that opens up. I'm like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was. It's my father-in-law. Oh the my guy anyway, that's something else. <laughs> Maybe for another episode, I get into that. So, now on to the the meat of this of this podcast. Passion. Passion. I don't know the Spanish word for passion. So passion. <laughs> um, in the beginning of this, I said that Pastor Carl kind of. No, he absolutely motivated this episode and what we're going to be talking about today because it was a very heartfelt, very convicting, and very eye-opening message mm-hmm. just all around. It was the best. Was I love when Pastor message. Carl speaks. Yeah. Not saying I don't like when Pastor Adam speaks at a church. <laughs> There's just something that Pastor Carl brings that hits me like right here. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Always. It's like a knife yeah. like straight through that cuts through all the sin. <laughs> uh, Stranger Things. That's what I think of Stranger Things when Eleven's like, <laughs> And then, like, the little gate opens and closes. <laughs> Any other, however it works. Um, so, passion. For us, for his message, he was talking about going back to your first love. For me, I'm going to speak for myself, that was very, like like I said, cut right through the heart. Because it during this time of, you know, about to move, leaving all my friends, all my family, all this stuff going on, it seemed like I put God behind everything else like i'll i'll deal with you later or i'll meet up with you towards the end more like a therapist rather than a father and Mm. a king and while i was you know putting them behind i noticed that a few things were failing and one five months in one my our marriage was you know going through moments of difficult hard arguments truthfully what it is we would these little things would just come up and it'd be like what are you doing? What are you doing? What are, what are you doing for us? I'm like, oh, you know, like just if you're married, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, go to Dave one Dave Dave's uh, marriage 100 class and you'll you'll figure out everything we're talking about. Um, but uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy for me. Um, and it took me back to actually what I read today this morning about uh, in uh, Corinthians. I'm like, I think 100 days behind <laughs> the Bible reading plan with our church. And if you know what that is, it's a plan that our pastor puts us on to encourage us and to help us read the word not try to find things yeah daily so i read today and it was paul talking to the church of corinthian corinth and corinth yeah about sexual morality and he was talking about marriage today marriage (laughs) marriage (laughs) marriage talking about marriage and um talking about you know if you're single it's okay like it's good to be single you know you have more opportunity to serve the lord but if you're married and you decide to get married and there was like a circumstance. I think there were circumstances too in between before that. Then you should directly focus on being married. 
And I totally didn't read my words because I did not know that. And I guess I always felt like searching God was an independent thing because that's how it should have been when, like, when I, while I was single, which it was. Mm-hmm. But being married, you forget that it's like you're now one based on so many circumstances. You're now one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's things you're supposed to be doing together. Like I, it talks about, you know, when you're fasting or whatever or when you're, you know, trying to dedicate more time to prayer, there's certain things you would leave out. I'm going to say certain things, so this, this is kid-friendly still. Certain things oh that you gosh. keep out of the mix <laughs> um, and stuff like that. But when you're married, while you're in marriage, focus on that. Put all your effort into it. And I think the reason why, and I know the reason why, is because there's something that comes out of it. God tries to birth something out of it. Ba- babies, but also birth babies. <laughs> but birth s- fruit out of it. Of uh, what spiritual fruit with the Holy Spirit is. It's like the the one message that I don't remember who spoke on. Brent, it. I think, spoke it. Oh yeah. It was Brent. The marriage room. The marriage womb. Yeah, that was an interesting title. Yeah. But it was a good <laughs> message. It made sense. <laughs> marriage room. <laughs> yeah. Marriage. <laughs> marriage. <laughs> um, so Abby, then that's an Abby thing right there. Marriage. She wrote that on our um. Our Mr. and Miss Paniawa uh, sign. Hold on. I'm going to grab it right now. Give me a second. Our welcome sign thingy. It was like our guest book. Whatever. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, people, like, signed whatever they wanted to. And it says right there, it says, a heart abbey. And right above that, it says, (laughs) marriage. But, yeah. So, I'm fat. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> that took a lot. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of things I was learning. A lot of things were learning. Yeah. Danny's thing was an eye opener. Mm-hmm. Everything we said in the beginning, you realize it's connecting to this. Pretty smart, huh? Pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, One thing I want to say in, in in that chapter of 1 Corinthians, uh, that Paul is talking about why he chooses not to be married like why he chooses to, to stay single is like he said so that he can put all of his focus on serving the lord um but with marriage you have to focus on your spouse and serving the lord and so that's like something you can't do one without the other you yeah. can't focus on just the lord without your spouse and that's what he's trying to get across and maybe that was an issue for that time yeah. But Loki, I had like a little beef with Paul while reading that because he was like, <laughs> he was like, and if you're single like me, even better. I'm like, what do you yeah. mean even better? You're telling me that being single was better than being married? Psh, I was told the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but it's it was a good chapter. Did I cut you off entirely? No, okay. that's okay. <laughs> like I said, we're still trying to find our flow. With <laughs> it's all okay. Of this. It's okay. Um, so it brought us back to. It brought me back to, like, going back to my first love. So recently, the last week since I've heard this message from Pastor Carl, I've been reading my word more. I have an advocate and a witness to testify of that. Okay, yes. I was making sure she nodded your head. Um, yes. And it's been great. I've been uh, in the book of Acts, um, which is funny because I want to be in the book of Corinthians, but I felt like God was like, you need to understand the Holy Spirit more, which is like the birthing. Uh, not the birthing, but the, like, um... Where it talks about the Holy Spirit more right there. Sounds so bad. Everyone's like going to question me later on. Um, <laughs> and um, it was really good. But this this passage that he was talking about, going back to your first love, 
it got me thinking of, you know, certain things that people can be passionate about. Like, you know, what's a passion? In the Bible, you can have, you know, there's, there can be a passion of lustfulness, which is like what it says to go against. There can be a passion of sin. So passion can be a good thing or a bad thing. Do you have passion in serving the Lord, passion of loving God, and what does that look like? For us, we had passions to do certain things for this podcast and for the winning the world branding as it as it is. Mm-hmm. One of the things was making shirts. We we had all these ideas for shirts. I have a graphic designer wife who can make anything. Yes. Well, I can try to. <laughs> Let me just boost your confidence. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and um, we had a we had an idea for street interviews. So if you see like TikTokers when they go up and they just run out to people and be like, hey, can can I interview you really quick? <laughs> and then they do this whole interview and yeah. then they like pull all the interviews together and like questions and stuff like that. That's what we wanted to do. We're it still planning yeah. on doing that. It just didn't happen at the time we wanted it to. Yeah. And it kind of got us thinking like, it kind of got me thinking like, man, when you lose your first love, there's a lot of things that you also lose too. We had a big passion for this and things kept crumbling down on us and we stopped seeking the Lord to the extent we were before mm-hmm. when we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like all these other like passions, like these little passionate things we were, we had <laughs> all these things we were passionate about doing fell behind too, because we like stopped serving. The, we st- not stopped serving the Lord. That sounds bad, but we stopped, <laughs> we stopped treating God like our first love, Yeah, which is like crazy. Cause you know, you'd, you'd expect, Oh, if I leave, you know, God out of this, I'll have more time to do this and this and this, which is true. But the passions that you have fade away and the things you truly want to do become things that are on the back burner, which is crazy, which is crazy. It's it, like I said, it's been eye opening for us. Mm-hmm. And this, this message is, is tr- solely based on, you know, that message and going back to your first love and having a being passionate again. Mm-hmm. But you have anything on that, on the, uh, shirt ideas and stuff like that um just that when we for me because i'm the one who has to like design the stuff (laughs) um but when i you know stopped putting effort into my relationship with jesus it was like i had no more motivation to do anything creative which is like i've always seen myself as as a creative person Um, but I just, I would like open up my laptop, I'd open up Illustrator, I'd sit there and I'd be like, no, (laughs) nothing. I got nothing in my brain. I don't even want to do this. I don't want to put the work in. I'm just going to go mindlessly scroll on my phone instead. (laughs) Yeah. For me, it was video games. (laughs) Yeah. It was was bad. It was, it was just really bad. Like, but that's what happens. And you know, the things you become passionate about. In Christ, they fade away when you lose your love for Christ or you lose him being your well, first yeah. love for Christ. Because, I mean, for me, down to the root of that, like wanting being a, a, being a graphic designer and wanting to design comes from the passion of being creative, which comes, which comes from the creator. So if I no longer have that relationship anymore and I no longer have the, like, the desire to go all in, then all of my creativity just goes out the window. Yeah. I felt that. I felt that. For me, well, well, it was podcast. 
guitar, playing guitar. Mm, that was another oh, thing yeah. that kind of I stopped doing. Yeah. And um, obviously reading my word, which is pretty bad too, not going to lie. But, <laughs> I mean, you see you see people like kind of, you see people all around the world who if they have a, they're passionate about something, they usually go and they do it. But you also hear, usually you hear with, you know, sports athletes, actors, you know, um, musicians, and they're like, you know what, I had a passion to sing. If you watch America's Got Talent, and then <laughs> you hear them, or you, like, look back at the people who got famous from that stuff, they're like, I had a passion to sing, and I just sang. <laughs> but then they started doing all these other things, and, like, you hear later down the line, like, like I, I don't even like doing what I love anymore. Because there's so many other things that came into play and other, yeah. other stuff. I think, I think we were just talking about like Billy. Yeah, Billie I saw an Irish. interview. Yeah. Of Billie Eilish, she was being asked about her song in the Barbie movie, and she just said that like that bar that song that she made for the Barbie movie was speaking directly to her. But when she was writing it, it was like in the perspective of Barbie, and it wasn't until like a few days later she was like, "Whoa." This is, like, literally exactly what I've been feeling lately in my life because, like, her and her brother said that they just did not feel motivated at all because they just, they felt like they just had to meet deadlines all the time. And and that passion for songwriting and producing music and directing videos and all that stuff was, like, just withering away and they, they just felt like they didn't have it anymore. And yeah. so this song was, like, a, like an eye-opener for her, I guess. Um, it was like a revelation for her. <laughs> yeah, whenever, and it sparked up her. <laughs> <laughs> it sparked up her passion to write songs again. Yeah, and to like make music and continue. Her song was dope. I ain't gonna lie. It's a good I'm not song. A, I'm not an advocate of Billie Eilish, but it was a dope. That's song. a good song. <laughs> I was like, I think didn't you cry? Didn't had, you have tears? I had teary <laughs> eyes. I was yeah. like, dang. It was it was a dope song. Um. I'm not going to shout out the Barbie movie, but if you haven't seen it, <laughs> you should definitely go watch it. If you're anything like my little brother, Joel, if you know Joel, he's a <laughs> he's an oh interesting gosh. guy. Oh, gosh. So when Ryan Gosling was on, on the you know screen, <laughs> him and Luis, his oh friend, Luis Navarro, they were like, <gasps> Ryan, Ryan. <laughs> it was funny. Fanning when, themselves. Yeah, and then he went, uh, they're like, I'm just Ken. Anywhere else I'd be a 10. <laughs> that came on. They were just going crazy. It's a good movie. Um, that's the song that she was talking about. It's also on. And that's kind of where we heard it, too. But, it, I mean, passions like like Billie Eilish's where it's like, you know, there is a time of, I want to do this. Kind of like how I get. I get really passionate about things. I'm like, I want to mm. do this and this. And I just want to do it now and have a fun time doing it. And then when you kind of forget why you're doing it. Yeah you start to forget why you're passionate yeah. and then that love that you have for it because passion you can see it as a it can be love too mm -hmm. then it's just like she said withers away and that's the case for a lot of people and that's the case for a lot of christians too unfortunately like ourselves we, we're not going to just put anyone else up there but like we're, we're part of that yeah we, we lost a, a passion to serve god and see him as our first love 100 percent. and because of that there were certain things like this, 
that slipped through and fell through. I feel like I'm making the confession confession video. This is kind of funny. <laughs> I feel like I'm like I feel like uh one of I those like YouTubers like Logan Paul when he he did that whole the like apology videos. Yeah, like sorry guys. I'm so sorry we messed up big yeah, time guys. Yeah, this was terrible of us. <laughs> um, we'll send a million dollars to make it right. <laughs> like that. But we're just have being we're just being open and honest. Yeah, like I said, we're trying to make this a fun episode. Maybe this isn't the most funnest part of the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but hopefully you're laughing with us when we laugh. <laughs> That'd be awkward if you weren't. <laughs> Just listening to this. Oh, you poor things. You poor <laughs> things. Um, so, yeah. With this whole um, move to, there's a lot of things I'm really passionate about doing out there. And unfortunately, there's things I'm going to have to wait on. Mm-hmm. But there's a passion there. And the reason why I'm saying this part is because if I I know this, if I continue to serve God the way I am right now, behind closed doors, strictly behind closed doors, then I know outside of outside of closed doors and open doors <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be a a fire that's still there regardless of how long I have to wait. And that's when yeah. when you truly have a passion to serve God, like Pastor Carl's message on Sunday these things don't just fade away. They won't just like, oh, like slowly wither, you know, like it will continue to stay there and it either, it will continue to grow, honestly. Mm-hmm. Truly, that's how I see it. Um, and honestly, I'm just grateful that I finally know that I, I'm, I'm grateful that I know where I was at in my life because if I didn't, I'd probably still going be going down a path of having my first love, my father be more of a therapist. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm very grateful right now. I'm very inspired to even be doing this right now too, mm-hmm. and um, very motivated. I think with when you're passionate about something, you're motivated about something, and I think it all stems down to like a love that's there for it. I think that's why that message on Sunday was so good. Like, do you, do you have a passion to serve God? Yeah. Or do you have a passion to serve the world? Because truthfully, you can do that too. Mm-hmm. And as terrible as it is. As, as, no, as fun as it might sound to do that, you know, to be able to do all these crazy things and, like, you know, probably make rap songs that are all, like, blah, 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 bad words. <laughs> it's not good in the end. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. It's somewhere. There's something. That's something you can you can find in that, okay? Um, but. I think when, when you are passionate in sin and you're passionate in love for the Lord, that's it's very there's two like ways that you can tell what's driving your passion because once you hit something that's a little bit more difficult will you just be like i can't do it anymore i'm not going to do it anymore i give up or are you going to be like okay this is a little bump in the road we're going to get over it and we're going to keep doing what we can until we get to where i want to be or where i was told i was going to be and so you have you've got a little bit more faith a little bit more hope when you are doing things out of passion um, for the love of the Lord. Yeah, there's a, I think there's a, a great difference between what you're saying. Like, I feel like having passions towards the world, they stop at a certain point and yeah. they become other things, which you see a lot of, like I said, musicians and sports people be like, mm-hmm. except the ones that are Christian. You actually see them going really good paths, and they continue to serve the Lord and yeah. like more things. 
Hopefully, well, I wish I did research on that. Athletes, I to yeah, I feel like more show a little bit than like musicians. Yeah, because started yeah. from the bottom. Now they heal. Well, if they really have a relationship with Jesus, I guess yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't Tom Brady? No. Oh, who is? <laughs> Peyton. There's somebody. There's a, there's a quarterback. I gotta do research or watch more Tim football. Tim Tebow. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Tim Tebow, is one of them. Anyways, the point of that is there's a. <laughs> You like you see certain musicians and like they they have their burnouts of their things, but for Christians, when you see Christians serving the Lord, it's like a truly serving the Lord. There's like this, there's a gap for sure. You get to see towards the end. You see these actors do drugs. You see these people, even just worldly people that you might know who are become passionate about things. They like burn out and they go separate ways or they change, like stuff like that. But, um, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so this next segment, uh, I guess not segment. Well, maybe. That's not the next, the next segment. Yeah, seg- seg- the next topic of discussion. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, up there, at winning.theworld, on, yeah, the other day, <laughs> uh, we asked a question asking you what you're passionate about. We only got four responses, but that's okay. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna talk about those things. Um, do you want me to? Yeah, I don't have it pulled up on my phone, anyways. <laughs> okay. Heads up. Say their names. Yeah, yeah, you can say the names. Heads up. Yeah. Can't believe you. Heads up. <laughs> there's a part of this that didn't get recorded, unfortunately. So there's gonna be a black screen that you're probably gonna be seeing. For those who are we watching, we apologize on for that. Yeah. yeah. We're trying here, guys. We're trying to learn. <laughs> We're doing the best we can. <laughs> no, we're gonna have a filmer with us. Uh, a paid person. Honestly, we could have gotten you all, though. Stinking noob. No, he had to practice. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> all right. So, the first one is from Joel. Speaking of him. So much for your help, Joel. <laughs> uh, he said, growing others in Christ. That's a very good one. A very interesting one. Yeah. Um, I think all of these do pertain to, you know, serving Christ, being a passion about God, being passionate about God, which is what we're looking for. I was hoping some, like, friends that are not Christian would answer, but no one did, so it's all good. Anyway, okay. it doesn't matter. Um, for Joel's question, I think that's a, it's a very good one, especially for his case, too. Um, for us, I, I feel like when you're a Christian and you're more outgoing, that's one thing you do become passionate about either over time yeah. or immediately. Some people even like right even before they're Christian or they get saved or whatever, they're like volunteering at shelters because they want to help and like grow people. And then when they get saved, you see it like enhanced. And then for people who are shy, you kind of see them get to that place at some point in life. But I think that's really cool being passionate, you know, about growing other people. It shows a lot of leadership. Like yeah. qualities. Yeah, for sure. Um, we know Joel personally, so we have more of a biased like standpoint <laughs> on his question, um, especially pertaining to him. Yeah, um, Joel is a very outgoing guy, but he was one of those shy guys. Yeah, shy guy. <laughs> I think it's different. Like we can see that passion in him because we're so close to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not like the like necessarily he's doing the growing in these people, but it's it's just that. You get to a point where you want others to grow with Christ the way that you have. 
Yeah, so there's certain things that you might do, like, hey, are you reading your word today? Hey, it's accountability, truthfully, what it is. Accountability and encouragement. Yeah, which is what he's really good, what he's really becoming good at, actually. I know Mm -hmm. for his friends, he's, um, he's very, uh, Joel's very mature for his age, and I think that just comes from the testimony that he has. Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen that one yet, listen to it, go listen to it, it's really good. (laughs) Um... So it's coming to a point where he knows that, hey, when there's a struggle, there's a point where you need to recognize that God's going to help you through it. And I think that's what he, like, means in that question. Like, I want to be accountable for people. And I'm very passionate about that. And it comes down to the second commandment that God gives in Matthew 23-something. I was close. I was close, you know. (laughs) And it's love God with all your heart. Um, And then it's, you know, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so it comes down to, it really comes down to that, you know? I think all these questions do, truthfully. Mm-hmm. But, um, next yeah. one? Yeah. All right. Next one is from Christina. Shout out, Christina. Yeah, number one fan. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> she said, God, family, and country. God, family, and country. It sounds like a country song. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely does. <sighs> I'm not surprised that she put country either. But family, that's a really cool one. Um, the reason why I think it's cool is because I personally and have grown up in an environment where there was no passion of loving each other, even though we tried to. And I'm not saying it's anyone's fault in my family. I'm saying it's a matter of where we were with Christ at the time and how much we truly cared about serving Christ and the fruit that was coming out of it. You got you to gotta look at the fruit. You got to look at the fruit always. Mm-hmm. And... um. I think it's cool, you know, being passionate about your family and, you know, wanting them to obviously go to church more, to, to serve more, to, you know, be with them, to support them and stuff like that. Because many families don't in the world right now, I want to say, or at least oh, the United States of America. There's a lot of people who neglect their family. There's a lot of teenagers who neglect their family. There's a lot of yeah. fathers who neglect their family, unfortunately. And that's and something mothers. that... Yeah, there's a lot of mothers, too. Yeah. And unfortunately, I went through the father side of it. My father neglected my family. And then my stepfather, he tried, but it didn't succeed. It's a long story. And um, so it was a lot of like, you know, there was no leader in my family who was passionate about help, passionate about us growing. But also because of that, my mom had this emptiness of passion to lead us, you know, as, as a woman. It, it was probably harder for her, too. But for me, family is really cool. What about you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, obviously family, <laughs> duh. <laughs> Hazel's a family person. I'm not, unfortunately. Okay. so the yet. thing about <laughs> about us is we grew up opposite. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I joke about this. My fa- <laughs> I always ahead, say she, I have to say it. I okay, have to ahead, say it. I ahead. say it all the time. It's going to be terrible. I'm, I'm not a liar, okay? I stand by what I say. Go. I'll stand by this. Um, <laughs> I believe Hazel grew up with a silver spoon in her mouth. Okay, da- Danny, Danny, I'm going to say David, da- Danny and Azeel, they, they've told me that the, their testimony was Hazel and Mateo growing up, like they couldn't afford everything. But to the things she can understand, she grew up with a silver spoon in her mouth. Spoiled. <laughs> Truthfully, she... I can understand, what does that mean? Where you were not like young brain and you didn't know what was going on. <laughs> you know, like when you're like 
the development stages of your brain is to the point where you can remember certain things uh-huh. from like a certain age. Like you can't remember anything from when you're two. No. Exactly. You see <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Silver Spoon, am I right? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no. Truthfully, her f- it, it's a family thing for her. Like her family has a lot, tons, t- unlimited supply, I believe. I absolutely believe of love <laughs> to give out to anybody, especially in their own family. It is insane. But I call it a silver spoon because I didn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> Truthfully, my mom loves me, but there wasn't a lot of love there <laughs> from everyone else. Yeah. So silver spoon. <laughs> if oh I didn't have gosh. it, silver spoon. Anyways, so, um, yeah, my parents got saved when I was two. Well, my dad got saved when I was two, I think, and then my mom a little bit later. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah, I grew up, like, with that same passion, I guess, like, for my dad, just because of, like, generational stuff, and, like, it, I mean, you can go hear his testimony, and you'll understand what I'm talking about a little bit more, um, but, so, yeah, when he, I forget sometimes that he didn't grow up the same way I did. <laughs> she did this on my leg under the <laughs> table. She was, like, the way I did. No. <laughs> <laughs> what was, what did that mean? No, it was oh my it gosh. was it was like you're making was, me sound so bad. It's like that. It's the married couple stuff when you're at a dinner with another couple and like there's things that you're saying and your wife's like, Ugh, and there's like no, little, this, this, it was that moment under no. the table. She was like, <laughs> shut up, boy. That's what she was saying. <laughs> Not, at all. Not at all. Anyways, so yeah, it's like I grew up with like he said, a, a lot, lot of, of love. love. And not only from my parents, but from my grandparents, too. Yeah. Because. Generational. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, my grandma, my my dad's mom, she was a Christian. She loved Jesus, would always worship and everything she was doing. That woman was such such an inspiration. She was a praying mama. She really sure. was. She was a praying prayer warrior with her. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So Shout out to G-Mom. <laughs> she's, she's with Jesus right now, so. With the Lord. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. She won at life. She won for sure. So, yeah. So, so that's definitely something that I know that we're going to, like, when we have our own little family, whatever, we're going to work hard to, like, have that love. Yeah. Because I, I have a mindset of how I want to discipline my children, and she's not for it. <laughs> oh, my God. We both agree on hitting our kid. That sounds bad. That we both agree on terrible. disciplining our – You know what? We both agree <laughs> on spanking our child if it doesn't yeah. look bad. Which is not it. everyone's parenting style. That's totally okay. You just said you don't it. <laughs> oh, it? Anyway. It's as it may be, boy or girl. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> Save. <laughs> um, oh, you know what I just realized? There's no background sound on this. Nope. That's crazy. Should I add it? I'm going to add it in. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Country. That's yeah. another one. Yeah, I'm going to get to that, okay? Let me oh, get to okay, that. I don't okay. want to talk about country. Cause, you know, not my taste in music, but it's okay. Um, going back <laughs> to the, uh, what were we talking about? Um, oh, yeah, the way I want to parent, my parenting style. And I'm learning this living with, you know, her, as we're living with her parents. I'm still growing. I didn't have a dad figure in my life, <laughs> which is totally okay. Um, I'm learning. How to be a dad from what Danny's showing and how he parents Juby and Jeremiah. And truthfully, I'm gonna be honest, Zio knows this too. I'm a I'm a pain in the butt when it comes to younger siblings, especially with Joel too. 
because I, I, the way I grew up was the way my mom treated me when I was, you know, a ye lad <laughs> was like, bro, you're five, go get a job. <laughs> kind of like that for the most part. And, but she babied me too, which was weird. It was like a really weird mix. And, uh, it's just, it's just funny because like Hazel sees it. Like my mom will be really hard on me when I shouldn't even be at that stage yet. But when I'm like at that stage, she'll be like, oh, you know, you're just a baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny. I love my mom. She's funny. She's a funny. She's a funny one. She's a funny one for sure. So the way that I see siblings and stuff like that. And when I'm like, when I was seven, I was like, I was hanging out with my cousins a lot, doing a lot of random stuff when I was like nine or 10. I was like spending night at everyone's houses, going, you know, place to place, um, doing all these crazy things when i was 13 14 i was like doing adult things you know like i was waiting to get a job i was working with my with my dad when he was not with us but like still there and then all this other stuff a lot of, a lot of like adult things that i was already starting to do in the mindsets that i had and um when i was like being here with Juby and jeremiah they uh they cry a lot they're kids because they're kids <laughs> and that's something that i haven't fully under i'm learning though the other day i had like a revelation i'm telling you i was like i'm like man i forget they're only nine <laughs> yeah and that's how kids should be acting and i'm like oh yeah and that's what kids should be acting. i know sometimes he makes a face when they're like complaining or whatever and i'm like dude because when i <laughs> complain like that when i complain like that it was a to the mouth though and i was just like ain't gonna do that again type of thing <laughs> So I'm learning. Family's a family's a tough one for me. When we have a kid, though, I know I'm gonna change. Yeah. For the most part, we'll see what happens. I know I'm gonna change. I think you will. You're one of those, one of those things. <laughs> one of those things we'll talk about later. <laughs> um, yeah. When when that happens, mm-hmm. whenever that is, who knows? Who knows? Lord knows. The Lord knows. God, God did. God did. God did. <laughs> um. Country. Country's an interesting one. Country music? I think, yeah, that's one of those, you they know, do, like... Christina and they do love Justin. Music, my yeah. gosh. They're all, all they about that. About, all Dustin talks about is country music. Morgan yeah. Wallen. <laughs> yeah, so I play guitar. <clears throat> a lot of country people play guitar. A lot of everybody play guitar. But when you think guitar, you think, you know, country a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Reason why is because all the videos that they have is in a tractor playing guitar <laughs> playing with a cowboy hat. <laughs> And um, Christina, do not hate us for the way we feel. You're still our number one fan. Don't forget <laughs> it. You're loyal. You're loyal to us. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Dustin would be like, so can you make a country song? Because he found out I can write some songs. And he's like, can you make a country song? I'm like, ah, I don't think I'm going to do that. Ever. <laughs> um, but I can, I mess around sometimes. And I'm like, I tried to remix a Christian song to make it sound a little country sometimes and it's funny there was one time we were with William Gabe and Gwen and we were like just jamming out and like Gabe started hitting the like a cajon so a little like box drum type of thing a certain way and I was like started playing back guitar like country style folk style (laughs) and then I was like yeah in the mountains something some random crap and it was funny as heck dude but I like doing that but I will never write a country song ever in my life (laughs) Unless God's like, hey, I need you to reach a certain crowd out there. But besides that, country's an interesting one. That's good to have passion sort of things, though. You know, be passionate music. about some music. I think more broad. You can yeah, more broad is definitely music. being passionate about music. A lot of people are passionate about music. You. I am passionate about music. Mostly Christian music. I'm 
I'm not I, I didn't really listen to a lot of like worldly songs growing up I guess or contemporary songs whatever you want to people want to call it I didn't listen to a lot of it and the reason why is because my mom didn't have Wi-Fi so there was no YouTube for me as well <laughs> so everything we knew was like King and Country um, <laughs> yeah. um, Tom something Chris Tomlin, Chris Tomlin <laughs> Toby Mac um, all the radio yeah, all the radio dudes so it was it was like that's my that was my worship so it's always been Christian from like day one literally day one my mom grew up Christian so I tried to get into like rap and like contemporary music and there was a moment when I did I think the closest stuff I found to what I really like was a lot of the, like the love songs from like Ed Sheeran, um, Elton John, um, John Legend, a lot of the Johns, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, all those guys, a lot, a lot of them. And um, the reason why is because one, it didn't cuss a lot. Two, it didn't have a lot of sexual like stuff like that. I, I was always uncomfortable with it. And when I tried to listen to rap, I was like, oh, I would like Ugh. throw up every time because I was like, this Ugh. is gross. <laughs> I got into Christian rap too. But like I said, everything was Christian. Like it was always like about God, mm-hmm. and I'm honestly thankful for thankful for it now because I think it plays a lot into like how I'm able to write, you know, and have a passion yeah. for music. Yeah. And Christina, that's cool that you have a passion for country. Like that's that's really dope. Um, you know, yeah, that's all next I have to one? say. For that. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Next answer. All right, it's. From Angel Hernandez. Yeah, my boy, Angel. He said, my Lord and Savior, King Jesus. Amen. That's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Like I said, we, we expected a lot of these to be, uh, you know, about God, which they should be. Which they <laughs> should be. If you're a Christian. If you're a Christian, yeah. this is the only answers I expect. <laughs> you can add a little, like, whatever you want. Just make sure it's God first. You know? Hallelujah. <laughs> Angel, that's a good one. Want to repeat that question for me really quick? The question? Yeah. The answer. The question. Oh, the answer. The answer. The answer. My Lord and Savior, King Jesus. My Lord. My Lord and Savior, King Jesus. That's good. Um, As a Christian, obviously you should. That should be your number one. The only thing your passion, your first passion, I guess. And that goes back to the message. Like, where is your, like, where is your passion for your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you know? Like, why? A lot of that passion flows every other passion. So. Yeah. So, what's cool, like I said, what's cool about these questions, we have a lot of insight towards these people for the most part, so we kind of know them. So, I think it's really cool because we're able to talk about it for them and talk about their life a little bit more and why this answer is so, like, I mean, why this answer, why the answer is personalized to them. For Angel, this uh, last Sunday, when he spoke for the message of passion, he, he brought a I don't know what it was. He did a message short. Uh, it was amazing. At was the end fantastic. of worship. Yeah. Holy Spirit definitely spoke through him, and it just spread across the whole entire room, as it should, and the scripture shows me the Holy Spirit. It wants to spread out. I just read that in Acts, too. Which yeah. Crazy. And it's like the whole room just like was like, like there was this like, it was like a fan of flame in there that was like, mm-hmm. you know, there, and it was crazy. Yeah. And um, I was on stage and seen like seeing him speak, Going from, you know, he's he's a really popular kid for the most part. Um, the reason why I say that is because he's a good-looking dude. Ain't gonna cap. <laughs> Ain't gonna, I'm gonna say every time I can. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. He's a good-looking dude. He um he played football. He um, he was popular in high school for the most part. You know, I bet all the girls wanted him for sure. 
And you know, usually people like that, you don't expect you know, them to serve the Lord for the most part. The Lord, the Lord for the most part, because uh, I mean, there's you have all these other things going on for you, and most of the time, like people who aren't popular, they do serve the Lord. I'm not saying that's everybody. That sounds terrible. I know it sounds terrible, but there, there's a truth to it. If you if you are an honest person to yourself, you know that's true. You know it is. A lot of popular people they like to do other things. They go to parties more often. They do drugs more often to keep that status. It's the truth. I was popular when I was in high school for a segment of time, and then I realized God's first. I lost all of that, all the parties and all the stuff, and I don't miss anything because God's way better. Yes. And so seeing Angel, you know. Who was more like, you know, like pursuing football, pursuing all these college, pursuing college and stuff like that to see him like do what he's doing. And like now he's going to be the lead of the young adults. He's taking up where we were, mm-hmm. picking up where we were, picking up our slack. Picking, he's picking up. He's picking up. Yes, something. Yes. <laughs> he's picking up the young adults um, ministry. And what's really cool is we are already seeing the fruit of his labor and our friends who we weren't able to get through you know for the most part and seeing like what's already happening before it's even started is insane our church post post they don't post they post i'm like tripping out right now (laughs) our church they have these (laughs) e-groups you think i'm crazy huh right now just a little bit (laughs) i know i think getting up to restart the camera like took the wind out of me um our church they host these things called the elevate e-groups and what they are are small bible groups. studies um small groups activities they're small groups well, that's what they're yeah, called yeah they're called they're small groups they're called small, they're called small groups, groups <laughs> but at our church we call them e-groups because elevate we, everything's e, <laughs> e-music yeah. e-kids e-soda e-cafe basically or it'd be like cafe e <laughs> <laughs> that's our church our, that's our like our church's thing and um yeah, so they have these e-groups, small groups, and, you know, being able to see him, you know, take it on. I already tell it's going to be more of a set of a small group into a bigger thing at some point where it actually becomes a service. Yeah. And that's just because of the fire that he has. And because he's so passionate, I'm going back to the question, uh, going back to the question, passionate <laughs> about serving God. Like, mm-hmm. he is passionate. He's reading his, he can quote scripture and it's all these things when you're passionate about serving God and you know he's your first love there's things that follow that are in scripture that follow like that follow up with it so there's fruits of you know fruits of your labor we said earlier like you know you look at the fruit and there's certain things that you see joy peace love you know laughter and all this stuff and you see growth you see you see people's lives getting changed people getting saved things growing God's all about growth all about growth he wants to see us grow he wants to see us become better people than who we are and when you have a passion like angels god first like christina's and joelle's you're gonna see the fruit of their labor be an abundance of great things and it's really cool because honestly i didn't there was a point where i didn't you know i didn't know if he was going to be going to the church too much i thought he was gonna become a famous football player honestly (laughs) like that's what everyone thought i think and you know God took his life, took a hold of his life, and now he's going to probably become famous of serving the Lord. You never know, honestly. Yeah. Well, I, I, on, like, seeing that and then actually seeing him, like, serve in the church and serve God with his everything he's got, It's I grew up with Angel, so I saw, like, his family. I was close friends with his sister at one point. 
my parents were very good friends with Richard Hilda. Yeah, his parents. And um, my brother was like, they were best friends, basically. Best buds. So, I mean, I grew up with him. I saw, I kind of knew what was going on because just because I was close with his family, family. Yeah. And so I like saw that passion and then I saw, you know, it. he went to college and it was like a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And then um, he came back. And his family came back, and their all of their passion for for Insane God just like and amazing is so. What's the word? Um, like you catch it, <laughs> contagious. contagious. <laughs> Dang it, I was in <laughs> Yeah, it's contagious. It's, it's definitely contagious, contagious because they do everything out of love for God. Like whether like Hilda drops off the Casa Teresa. Yeah, on, every on, Sunday, on yeah. Sundays. And like Rich goes out and just like talks to everybody. I mean, they're part of like the outreach um they're the leaders of department. the outreach, yeah. Yeah, the the so I mean, that's that's what they're good at. Because yeah, that's what they're passionate about. Yeah. You know, they're, so like, I going back to it goes back to Joel's question actually. They're passionate about people mm-hmm. growing in their lives, growing in Christ. Yeah. And so just being able to see it like with everybody's answers being able to actually see the passion in their lives just like just by knowing them you know just by being around them it's like it brings so much joy honestly because you're just like if you think about it in a really like negative if you if you put it in a negative perspective it's like man they could have fallen into like satan's trap they could have you know given their life to the world they could have been a passion passionate I'm not saying these people and any of these people are but in a negative perspective remember they could have been passionate about being lustful about being insightful about being all these things you can be passionate about anything you know but they chose like angels answer to be passionate about about serving the lord and keeping him first god first because god did <laughs> god did <laughs> um our next person on the list Lindsay sasado she said I'm passionate about people knowing their identity in Christ. So this is a really good one. I'm glad this was like the last one on there. Cause no, there's one more. What? Who? Gwen. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Gwen. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't even check. <laughs> I'm excited to be back on this. That's why I'm so like, okay, I'm going to be on this. I'll You're stick trying to it. rush. <laughs> I'm not trying to rush. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm just excited to be back. But um, for, for Lindsay, um, I think that's very awesome you know to have that it's kind of like growing people but it's it's a little different you know there's um there's a there's a struggle in a in this um country about identity all around all around Mm -hmm. you know there's like you know where do you find your identity people find it in drugs they find it alcohol they find it in pornography they find it in social media it's crazy where you can find your identity in and find it anywhere what's crazy is it goes back to you know I mean, you find your identity in this but truthfully you're just worshiping an idol you know and when you mm-hmm. that's why people are like a lot of christians are like you find your identity in christ what they're also saying is you worship christ and when you worship christ your identity is also there because you become a worshiper that's who you are that's what you are a worshiper or someone who's struggling stuck in social media they worship that they they only do that 
and that becomes the forefront of their life how they look their appearance what they do and all that stuff and um i'm gonna grab something real fast you can you can go on entirely with that you know there's so many other things you can go through for me i had an identity crisis in uh, drugs actually and what was crazy about that was um i thought in order to be cool in order to be who i wanted to be i had to take these supplements take these uh this oh there's a there's a really smart word to say it i forgot what it was um no not substances it's a Oh, I forgot what it was. Paraphernalia. Paraphernalia. Like I think it was called. I don't remember. I'm a security guard. I should have known this. Um. Anyways, and I found my identity in that for a while. I thought I had to do that to be who I wanted to be. And truthfully, it was, it was a lie from the enemy. And for her, to, for Lindsay to say, you know, like for people to find their identity in Christ, it's so cool because that means she's a person who's willing to go out of her way to greet somebody to meet up with somebody who's on the street and be like dude listen like i have a word for you i have to tell you about god and truthfully what she's trying to do she's trying to help them see that there's something more to their life than what they're probably bonded have bondage to and rather you know be in full commitment to christ and then find out who they truly are because most of these people you see on the streets and struggling with certain things they're usually people who don't know who they are or they have this idea or facade of what they want to be and who they are for a moment. And then you see them kind of fall down later in life. And it's like a whole like, like identity crisis things are they're legit. Like for real. you see a lot They're of older, real. I think you see a lot of older people like who are, who either lost a lot of things or like they're at this point where they've been doing the same thing for their whole life and nothing's changed. Like they're not who they want to be. They just go into this crazy thing and then they, start to seek a lot of help and a lot of I therapy. think that's anybody though. I think yeah, I like, think, it, I think hit, it is anybody. Once you right hit now, your young anybody. adult years mm-hmm. all I, the way I was, up. <laughs> I was thinking mid, midlife crisis. I know you were thinking midlife that's crisis. That's an L for me. No, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no. identity crisis. Yeah, because because you're doing something for so long for your life. I feel like it's very common in the church to forget where your identity comes from. Um, especially if you've served for a long time because I've been there and it gets to a point where like you feel like your identity is just what everybody calls you or like expects from you and that's you forget who you really are in Christ Jesus and something that um Rich spoke on Wednesday he was going through Ephesians 1 3 through 8 and in all of that uh, in those scriptures He's. Let me see. Let me pull it up. <laughs> While she's pulling that up, um, yeah, I don't know why I was talking about midlife crisis, like identity <laughs> crisis. Cause it's true. A lot of people, like younger adults, young adults, they they do go through that, and it's because actually, you know what? I've seen a lot of PK kids go through that too. Yeah. Cause they're like, they're like, well, people expect me to be this and this, and my parents expect me to be this and this, but I want to do this you know and then they kind of just forget who they are because everyone wants them to be this other thing this like this thing that they don't want to be or they're maybe they're not called to be and it's kind of crazy and unfortunate that a lot of pk kids go through this but go ahead yeah well i've been there oh yeah you're a pk kid <laughs> so yeah. oh my gosh anyways okay so it's actually four through eight i think or four through whatever i'll just read it it says 
um blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us in christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him in love he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through jesus christ according to the purpose of his will to pray to the praise of his glorious grace with which he has blessed us in the beloved in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose which he set forth in christ and the version that he read was different but in all of that like just that small portion of scripture like he was saying the way that rich was telling it was he wanted you to catch specific things and i had read that i mean i've read that before multiple times but i never read it the way that he was like saying it and so i wrote it in my notes and i put i am we are you are chosen adopted holy forgiven redeemed bought loved and free and in in such a short like passage of scripture all of those things are said and you know when you're going through life and you kind of forget where your identity comes from it's like the last thing you want to do is like pick up the bible (laughs) and be like okay well who am i really you know because there's a lot of things you have to dig through to figure it out yeah sometimes it's just you don't feel like doing the work (laughs) but you have to because even just one one small portion of scripture just a few verses and you can find out who you are you know yeah that's how that's actually how i am right now too when i was telling you um about how i'm uh i'm reading the bible right now and i wanted to read about corinthians because a lot of things that i feel mm-hmm. like i need to first or second first corinthians oh. first corinthians uh, probably both but right i wanted to read first corinthians and i was like like my bible like it folded into romans and i was like that's weird you know oh well the weight of my bible it's, it's a heavy bible it's actually this one right here this one right over the brown one right underneath right here and they're flimsy pages and then it did it again to chapter acts chapter one and i was like oh you know what maybe this is god so i just started reading it and i was like oh snap i need to understand some things and it's all about digging you have to dig deep to figure it out and mm-hmm. it's really hard for me it was a struggle i told you i was scared to read the bible because yeah there certain things i didn't want to have to deal with because i know it takes a lot of work and that's i mean that's just the truth of it but um you know i think it's i think it's good that I think it's crazy that people who are you know christians they forget that there's a you have an identity you know mm-hmm. and along the lines of serving christ it you do fall through the cracks you're like i mean i mean i think it falls through the cracks in reading your bible um and because tr- I mean, your identity's in christ christ is the word so you know you have to kind of put two and two together to figure it out but um i mean that was a good question anything else you have to say about it Mm-mm. no that was dope um i think we're coming towards the end of this episode for the most part do we have more to talk about i think we do have to talk more to talk about right now but all right last one 
Last answer. Last question. Answer. Last answer. <laughs> Last answer. <laughs> it's from Gwendy. 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 <laughs> she said, "The Lord worship and art." The Lord worship and art. The Lord worship and art. I have to say to myself so I remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, the Lord worship. That's an interesting one. That's an obvious one, though, too. Um, I think for me, I have a lot of passion towards worship more than I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to read my Bible more, obviously. But worship has always been the like the the thing I go to towards everything when I'm struggling with something. It's it's worship's the first thing I put on. And um, I don't agree with a lot of worship songs recently from a lot of the artists, but there's a lot of worship songs I still do love. And EMSG, you're at the, the, the top of that list. <laughs> EMSG. Um, for me, I'm very passionate about worship, how I worship, the way I worship, and how people see me worshiping. And the reason why I say how people see me worshiping is because, you know, there's there's a certain worship is a all around type of thing when you know how you act how you do things and stuff like that and um when it comes to like you know worshiping and serving the lord i believe there's a certain way you should be you know presenting yourself not to just you know people to for me as a leader i feel like so people can recognize like i don't care what you think <laughs> you know it's like i care but i don't care i care that you recognize that i don't care <laughs> on how you yeah. see me i'm i'm the way I'm acting during worship, the way I'm either, you know, sobbing, which I don't do a lot, or like the way I'm like energetic, the way I have my hands and stuff like that. Recognize that I'm doing this because I love God more than I love your opinion. And for me being a leader, it's important for me to always have that mindset while going into worship and being in worship. And it's all because I love God more than anything else. Yeah. And it's like, there's a separation when it comes to like you know people and god and it's like a bajillion meters wide of a yeah. gap like i love you and everything but god i love i love too you know like i'm gonna serve god a lot and then i'm gonna serve you it just follows the way the commandments are you know first commandment the the first commandment the remastered commandments i want to say <laughs> god gave is you know love me with all your heart and then it's the next one love your neighbor as you love yourself you know i can only love myself if i love god more than anything your identity is found in christ that's crazy i never thought about like that before wow that's wild my dad has like talked to me about this before like before before and basically it's like the 10 commandments are split into two categories and that is jesus's two commandments which is to love God and then to love others. Yeah. It says to love others as you love yourself. I think that's really important though. That I think that end part to love yourself because it goes back to like, if your identity is found in Christ, it's nothing but love, joy, happiness, you know, stuff like that. And understanding and wisdom. Not happiness, but like joy. And you know, I don't know why I say happiness and joy. I don't know why you I, do I don't know. I always do that. A joy, you know, um, Kindness. kindness there you go kindness gentleness and if that's your identity in christ i mean what you find in christ then it's so easy to love other people as yourself that's wild i never put those two together i've also heard that like as yourself means like you're gonna take care of yourself no matter what oh yeah that way too 
Yeah. I think it still goes back to both. I yeah. think it. I think it goes think both ways. Yeah. But obviously, there's one that goes before. But, God's but in the center. yeah, before any of that, you have to love God more, because also, out of that love. They do go hand in hand. It goes hand in hand. Yeah. Because, yeah, well, you have to have love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he's all about you love. have yeah. to love others. <laughs> that's wild. To show that you truly do love God. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. Wow, my book. <laughs> <laughs> have me read my word a lot, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> just been listening. Just been listening to the words. That's crazy. That's good, though. What was yeah, that? Yeah, and worship, too. Just on the answer. Worship yeah. is like, I've learned more in the my more recent years in the my more in the my more i thought that was funny him in the my my more i said in the my 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 in the my more i'm gonna remix and make a song in the my more 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 stop anyways in my more recent years of life i have learned that worship is different <laughs> than like just singing songs and stuff and like just praising him but it's like when you go through real hard circumstances and you're still doing the stuff how are you worshiping yeah yeah are you so reading doing stuff that your 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 flesh doesn't feel like doing but you need you know you got to do it yeah you know like killing your flesh kind of thing yeah that i feel yeah. like that's a lot of a big misconception of what worship is just people. music which is yeah. not just music raising your mm-hmm. hands jumping that's yeah it's a form of worship yeah but definitely you can easily worship an artist actually if you go to a concert oh i'm not gonna talk about gonna... like actual like worship <laughs> like well that's what people believe it just is like oh it's yeah it's yeah, like yeah. oh like this is this is what worship is it's a for- it's like this form of something you know like mm. i think worship is more your heart posture yeah in that moment than it yeah. is the actual action of like what you're doing yeah because people can i mean a lot of people go to these concerts and they're like you know they're going crazy and they're doing all this stuff and then it's like well where's your heart at you know mm-hmm. i'm not calling anybody out either but you know if don't this feel does, attacked yeah don't feel attacked we're not trying to attack anybody don't don't be uh don't get butt hurt about this <laughs> um you, i mean i've known a few people from my school that go to concerts and they have this really deep like like this deep yearning to go there which is weird like they will like sell all their things to get these tickets for one night yeah it's actually insane the amount of people that like just give everything away so that they can go see this one person in concert for one night for a few hours and then they'll like say certain words i mean you hear people like like in church like environments and like on like you know videos like oh dude i worship like this person i'm like whoa do you You understand what that means like (laughs) These days, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Worship is like there's a big misconception of what that means. Like worship yeah. thinks it's just like a form, when truthfully, it's a what it's you a said. Posture. It's a heart posture type yeah. of thing. And I mean, I think they're just speaking from what their heart really says, honestly. But mm-hmm. that's a whole other episode we can do. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think we'll have some like I mean, I think a few guests would be pretty cool. But mm-hmm. we're moving to Reno, so we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how, how that goes out. <laughs> but yeah, that's a worship's a big one. Arts. I feel like you should really take the lead on this one because. You are the artist. I am the artist. <laughs> I'm a music artist. <laughs> well, yeah. okay. I know Gwen. We know Gwen. Gwen is a great artist, actually. Like art. Artist. Drawing, artist. drawing and painting and stuff. I'm like, baby. I'm like, so. 
<laughs> what the heck? I think of those people, like those French dudes in like the what? That thing. The berets. That, the berets, and they have the little checker thing, and they're like their little tie right here. <laughs> I'm not talking about a mime. Like the yeah, and they and have the little mustache. Life. Yeah, and it's like and they're like and they're like. <laughs> That's what I think of when oh I think of artists. That's why I say artists. <laughs> no, like I said earlier, um, your creativity, you are creative because you are made by the creator, who is the ultimate creative. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I can attest to being passionate about art because I have been passionate about art my whole life. Growing up, like I just told him recently that growing up, I wanted to be an art teacher. Yeah, I don't know why she told me this now when I could have <laughs> motivated her to do it so many years ago. Yeah, I thought about it, but I went with graphic design. Instead. Yo, comment down below <laughs> how many of you guys think she should pursue art teaching. Anyways. Oh gosh, my first comment down below. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but yeah, like I said, like, like the passion that you have for the Lord will motivate you to continue in your art and um that passion comes out in the art for a lot of people a lot of a lot of artists who are christians who are believers everything that they make comes from their relationship with god which is like it's so i don't know the word but it's like amazing to see people in certain seasons of their life and who are artists and they're able to visualize it and then put it on a canvas for everybody else to see yeah it's kind of like a i mean in art school they teach you about artists artists who go through phases where they have their blue period or they have like this period of their life that and their art changes with it yeah like i forgot the artist name i was really into art too but um yeah that's it's pretty crazy that you know it takes me back to when at conferences they'd pay somebody to like what they'd volunteer they'd they'd paint during like the message and it would be how they're what god's showing them in the time and these guys go all out bro it's crazy Crazy. like they would paint upside down just to like show you like it's god moving or whatever i mean obviously they have talent you know they're able to express what god's given them in a way of that amazes us you know that shows us what god how creative god is and it's cool seeing that and seeing people's lives you know the the way what their life shows it shows an effect through their art it's amazing you hear artists like i mean we're like musical musical <laughs> musical <laughs> musical artists who um they have moments where they're feeling very like you know up in the air i want to say and mm-hmm. they, you, a lot of their songs they're really like yeah and then there's times where they're going through something too and you, you know a lot of their uh lot of their songs become like more like heartfelt and you're like whoa it always takes me back to there's another in the fire mm, that way that yeah. song was like i mean the artist who usually writes the songs i think has yeah. like a very like strong you know way of feeling towards worship and i think something happened you know i think to his family or to his kid something happened in his life where his music like had this really deep and affectionate like outpouring towards christ and it, it's just amazing like amazing Go ahead. I had to go on that tangent. I wanted to talk about Another in the Fire. I love that song. You always want to talk about Another in the Fire. <laughs> Such a good song. Got me through so many things. <laughs> well, art, I mean, art encompasses a lot of stuff. 
It does. It I does. know she's specifically talking to, like about painting and drawing and stuff. But music, it's the same thing with music. Like yeah, said. yeah. Like all of that art, all digital art, like film art. Film, yes, photography. Like Natisha. Oh, dude, she's got a talent. She's a, yeah. she's yeah, she really does. Aubrey, Eddie, Jacob, they all got this like yeah. artistic eye of like how you like. We need them behind Taking this photos. camera, honestly. Yeah. yeah, but it's just it's it's really like crazy and cool to see like god move through art and as an artist you have this new like appreciation i guess like a new awe for god and his creativity because you're able to be like whoa like for me always has been the sunset because there's like certain days where clouds will like the sky literally looks like it's been painted by somebody and it's just like i've never seen these colors right here in this mix before and it looks so cool (laughs) or like certain sceneries or certain like landmarks if i see like instagram or whatever and yeah Yeah. and i mean way better though but it's like you see as a as an artist you're like oh well this is god's canvas and (laughs) my dad actually talked about it too that god made all of this going off of nothing like he didn't have like a reference photo to go off of he thought of it and it came to be the way next time next time you think of a bug and you're about to kill it (laughs) just remember your god's creation god thought it was great okay but no yeah it's just like stuff like that it's just like it fuels your passion even more so being somebody who is passionate about art and artistic stuff because it's like a motivation, you know? Oh, definitely is. I mean, I agree 100%. <clears throat> what's uh what's crazy though is um a lot of people speak. I feel like a lot of shy people actually speak to their art too. Oh yeah, definitely. And I I've noticed it's not true with everybody. I've noticed a lot of people who are shy usually will stray towards the art side. A lot of introverted people. Yeah, they'll sh- and um, I think Drew Drew Friedrich, our youth pastor, I think he says he's like, you know, like more like uh, like stay inside type of guy, you know, do his own thing. But his art really shows like his graphic design and stuff like that. It's insane. I don't know if he's shy or not. I'm taking a, <laughs> I'm taking a leap on this one, but I think he told me before. But there's a guy I met at the um, this homeless um, help center, and he's a Christian too, and he's more introverted. And something he likes to do is he likes to, you know, um, he likes to develop a lot of like ID. He's like, I don't know how to explain this, Lance. He, um, I guess he has. He goes to these meetings, and he likes to like say his ideas. He doesn't like to be the one to do them, but he has these insane like. Just insane, insane, like roof, roof raising, like ideas. And what's, I don't, I don't know. I try to figure out a word. Raise the roof. Raise the roof. Whatever. (laughs) Forget it. Um, He has these these ideas that are just like over the, there you go. Over the top. Let's go. (laughs) I got it. Over the top. And a lot of his, the church likes to, you know, to uh, execute. Oh my gosh. I can't speak right now. I'm speaking all, all the whole time. He likes, they like to execute this, um, they like to execute his vision and stuff like that, but he's not a pastor. He's just the 
a guy with these great ideas but he's shy he's introverted he's not one to speak out and actually do the things that's required to you know execute them and it's crazy because there's a lot of and i think those people are more you know because they're in their mind more they're by themselves more and they're christian there's a lot more things god can speak through them you know because they're not just like oh doing all these crazy things all at once you know not for everybody but for some people that's how i've, I've seen a lot mm-hmm. in a lot of shy people actually you too mm-hmm. you're very shy but i mean you're not shy anymore i was part. she was very I was shy. very shy i think that's why i was so into like art and drawing and stuff <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. It's just like an outlet for what you're feeling. Yeah. I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it makes sense. Like you said, the creator obviously is going to give us, you know, creativity to be able to expand. But all these, like, I mean, artists, they're all about, you know, expressing, you know, a Christian artist. It's even cooler, personally, biased, obviously, <laughs> because you're expressing what God did for you. And art's about expressing how someone's feeling musically, how they feel, how they want people to feel. And when you're a Christian artist, it's like a whole other level. Because when you have the backing of the, the the OG, higher than Bob Ross, I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> so it's just like, it's like, you know what, if God can do all of this and he and you're a Christian and he's gifted you with, you know, an, an ability to do something, you know, it's like obviously it's going to be way better than anything else you know yeah yeah that was all of the answers that we had <laughs> i ran out of breath saying that oh my god all four answers from from that question Only um four. that's okay the <laughs> next time we do it hopefully people hopefully have more. there's more <laughs> don't you love us <laughs> yeah well that's i think that's all we have right for this i think so i think so i don't know you wrote something else but i, don't I know did did means. i let me see let me check let me check let me check oh that's that's something i think we talked about that okay um then we, yeah yeah i think we, i think we're pretty much done with this episode i'm my throat's done <laughs> sounds weird <laughs> i'm like been drinking water it was like up to here when we started and i was like down to here and i'm like still like feel like i haven't taken a sip of water it's insane <laughs> but anyways so thank yeah. you so much guys we appreciate you that i just our, cut you off that's our <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's our passion podcast. Yes. Bear with us in our little little um side mission side quest. <laughs> all this getting to the It's like it's like a it's like a full course meal. You know, you gotta gotta eat some things to get to the The know, next the, podcast we have. Why'd you cut me off? Sorry. I was getting it somewhere. <laughs> there was somewhere I was trying to go, okay? There was somewhere I was trying to go. So our next podcast. <laughs> um We'll let you know what's going on in Reno. Yes, our next podcast. We're going to, like I said in in the beginning, we're still trying to find our flow. What makes us interesting? What's going to make us stand out more than the rest of the other pod thousand (laughs) podcasters? (sighs) I wish I would have started podcasting when I wanted to. (laughs) Okay, buddy. (laughs) 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 I wish I would have started podcasting before Um, it got really, really big, like three years ago. When you had the idea? When I had the idea of this. And I did one episode when it started blowing up. And then now everybody's podcasting. And I'm just like, what the heck, bro? Nobody is us, though. It's okay. (sighs) That's true. No one's as funny as us. I agree. I agree. Anyways, thank you so much, guys, for listening to this podcast and this episode. Hopefully, 
the camera did a good job in making us look beautiful. <laughs> if it didn't, I really don't care. It <laughs> don't matter. <laughs> um, this, the podcast is going to be changing as it goes on, obviously. So yes. it's going to be exciting for people who are watching us. You're going to go along with the journey. Go along the journey with us, and it's gonna be cool. Hopefully, I'll tell I'll tell my wifey, wifey, that uh, I want to at some point be able to review things like be like, like Christian movies and talk smack on them. Oh my god! <laughs> how how terrible they are, or how great they are. You never know. Maybe maybe we'll do that next time. I I think it'll we'll be see. fun. Yeah. We want to have fun. I think we'll have some time to be able we'll to have watch fun. Them. God's about being awesome and having fun and doing everything for Him. Okay. Okay. Anyways, appreciate you guys, Christina, number one fan, always, always, always. So shout out to you. <laughs> shout out to everybody who actually, you know, took the time to write in a response to the question we posted. Thank you, Thank you guys, very much appreciated. Yes. Stay updated. Stay looking at the page, even though there's nothing on there for weeks at a time. Okay, bear with we us. Keep try. looking and check it in. There will we be will stuff. Okay, <laughs> there will be stuff. We're trying to do some more stuff. So yeah. have hopefully, have faith in us. Okay. At some point, you know, there will yeah. be more stuff on there. <laughs> yeah. And if you haven't yet, please go back and listen to all the other episodes and just hear the style of us, you know, talking on this thing change over time. Mm -hmm. It's a journey. It's a journey. Yes, it is. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to comment. And don't forget to share. Subscribe. Please, please share and subscribe. Like, I mean, honestly, there's a point where we want to have funding in this where it doesn't have to come from our jobs. So we're able to provide more. And, you know, honestly, hopefully, I don't even have to have a job. Better quality podcast. Better quality podcast, better videos, all that stuff. It comes with a price, unfortunately. And we're going to be investing a lot into this stuff. So please, please share and comment. Like, we want we want as much people to hear the word as much as possible in a very mm -hmm. fun and a unique way. Yes. A very real way, not yeah. fabricated at all, yeah. despite us trying to research all this stuff. It's <laughs> God's plan. God did. Shit up. Anyways, thank you, guys. Peace out, peace out, peace out. Bye. <laughs>